This is the Run Pod Option. I'm Marty. I'm Frank Solich's pants, aka Kyle. <laughs> and I'm Jeff. You can follow us on Twitter at RunPodOption or email us runpodoption at gmail.com. We are partners with the Forgotten Five. That's forgotten that number five.com. This is a bonus episode. If you're listening and you haven't listened to it yet, we did some really great episodes for G5 previews, the Pac 12, and we have the rest of the conferences coming up here shortly. This bonus episode, this emergency pod, you might say, (laughs) was called after none other than Pat Forty released for Sportsois for Sports Illustrated released a conference realignment proposal idea. Uh, Chicanerous, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) chicanerous abuse of 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 words. I don't know. Yeah, so we're going to get into it. We're going to get into the method that they said they used, who they picked, how they laid it out, and kind of the reasoning on what a postseason would look like for fun at the end. We're going to pick the champion that we think of each hypothetical conference that he came up with. But tell me what you guys think. Is is talking realignment one of the most exhausted conversations, but also one of the most fun conversations, no matter what it seems like. Yeah, <laughs> it is, especially since my team has been involved in it before. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that wasn't fun. I don't know. I like, this is, this is just so radical. Everything about it. Like even just the previous Syracuse and, uh, Pittsburgh and Louisville coming to the ACC, you know, it's that was kind of just because the Big East was like, we don't want to play football anymore. You actually brought <laughs> up a good point because you experiencing this with Syracuse, me experiencing this with SMU, Jeff, Michigan hasn't been at a different conference for over a hundred years now. <laughs> I think like they got kicked out of the Big Ten a long, long, long time ago and then came back. So for yep. you, just before we even dive into what teams are in which conferences or anything like that, do you feel fine with your team being flexible and having a totally different regular like rivals and, and conference? Or is it too weird for you? Well, the Big Ten, I don't know if you guys remember, they did have that kind of funky legends and leaders fiasco. I was going to ask. About, was it about 10 years ago now? I was going to ask, would Michigan, Michigan be a was leader? In the Western or a leader or a legend in this one. I, I really want to know that. Yeah, so it's it's not quite as chicanerous as this is, but no, I mean, I, this is fun. I mean, yes, I, I want Michigan to always play Ohio State and Michigan State, but this is an opportunity for them to see some other teams. So The reason I ask is I suppose we should do this once a year just for kicks, for shits and giggles and just kind of just have fun with it because it's, it's obnoxious, except maybe have better source material than Pat Forty. <laughs> So I know you guys have read it, but I'm going to read it for the audience. Are y'all ready for me to read his highlights slash reasoning for what he did and what we're about to unfold? Sure, but can his Nordic name be Pat Fjord? Fjord. That's actually really good. Yeah, that's that's excellent. I just watched a British Bake Off where they were doing Viking stuff. Fjord Fjord? They they made that joke. Okay, so he has shrunk FBS to 120 teams. 
to start. We're going to get into which of these teams did or didn't make it in a second, but I'll keep going. He has 10 leagues, each with 12 members, each designed to maximize proximity and reduce travel demands and costs. All current conference structures are broken and reassembled. There are no more than eight Power 5 programs in a single new conference and no fewer than four. There are no independents. Yes, comma, Notre Dame is in a conference. Oh, first thing that will never happen. (laughs) What I do love about this proposal, 12-team playoff. All 10 conference champions get in and then two at-large teams. But boy... Boy, there's going to be more than two left out in this scenario. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there are going to be a ton. He lays out how he'd have the college, the playoff formatted, but I don't really care about that because we're not diving that deep. There's still going to be bowl games. And he also said, and this is an important part, I think, for Kyle, the conferences will work for basketball and other sports as well. Dumb. In fact, it'll be better <laughs> for non-revenue sports in terms of travel cost savings. Yeah. The 230-odd non-FBS programs that are part of NCAA Division One will remain aligned pretty much where they already are with a few exceptions. Okay. <laughs> so let's take that. Let's, let's, let's digest that. Let's eat it. Kyle, tell me why this is not... This proposal is not good for basketball and maybe other sports as well. And Jeff, you can chime in too. Um, well, for basketball, it's really going to take those uh, those mid-major conferences right now and probably make them top conferences because they're already going to be established. This is going to hurt a lot of teams, like when it comes to recruiting. Just looking at it from a person, like a, a personal level, Syracuse. They go from being in a conference with Duke, UNC, a Power 5 conference, to being in a conference that nobody's going to watch. Nobody wants to watch Syracuse (laughs) play Army and Navy in basketball. What if I gave you Georgetown? (laughs) But but no, see, that's the thing is that all of a sudden the Big East is going to stay together because they're, you know, they don't play football. And that conference is going to be a, is going to be like the top, top conference in the country. If you do that, which I mean, balance of power, I'm fine with it shifting. I just, I don't like, I don't like, the, I don't like the division that Syracuse is in. It's a dog shit division. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you think, kind of all the if way you around. Think, if you think only in that football teams are, and, and Kyle, you'll be able to speak to this specifically because of the degree and what you did at, at Tennessee, but football is the biggest scholarship program for pretty much every school that there has that has football right in terms of number of people yes Mm -hmm. so i think specifically if he had come out and just said this is only for football and it's saving money on travel that's valid that because you can get a big enough van and fit a syracuse basketball team pretty packed but in a van where you can't you can't do that with (laughs) with football players you're gonna put a seven foot two center in a van You've got to lay them down. You've got to lay them down like stacks of wood. That's the only, that's the only way it works. Now it sounds like we're going to be strapping people to the top of the van. We're in a food, we're in a food truck, and it's all like standing room only, and it's just <laughs> them bumping up and down the road. Just a bunch of coyotes so, yeah, is, everywhere. Yeah, my first, my first instinct was, and we're going to dive into the teams that were left out in a second. There's teams on here that I don't think even belong in the top 120. But when I looked at it, I go, oh, cool. Rice made it because of their baseball team. Like, that's that's the only thing that really makes sense when you see some of the teams that are left out. 
So let's get into the teams that were left. I don't think that that's necessarily true. I think that the teams that were left out were left out because of there's an overflow of, of teams in those areas. That's actually a valid, that's a valid criticism. And actually yeah. he, he mentioned that he used the top 120 on a metric that he created the Fjord ball subdivision. <laughs> and it's ranked from one to one twenty, And it combines a school's five year average Sagarin football rating it's 2020 U.S. News and World Report National University ranking, and it's 2018 Learfield Cup All Sports ranking. Mm. So there, in and of itself, they're using a ranking that doesn't mm. isn't determined by sports at all. And I feel like that's a. And I'll I'll flat out and say it: the one that we got the most discussion points on from Twitter was Troy. Like Troy gets left out. Are you are you telling me that it's got to be a geographic reason? Yeah. It's exactly what it is. They have too many teams in the in what they're calling the Sun Belt, in the Deep South, yeah. in the Southwest. That to keep everything like to keep everything separate, they had to get rid of certain teams in those areas. Well, here, so here's the even crazier part about it. You've just said you wanted twelve teams in the playoffs, but you've cut eleven teams. <laughs> so they, they in this scenario, Fjord promotes North Dakota State. Totally fine with that. Yep. They relegate UTEP, Texas State, Texas San Antonio, South Alabama, Louisiana Monroe, Bowling Green, New Mexico State, San Jose State, Coastal Carolina, Troy, and Liberty. Now, Liberty. Hugh Freeze is not standing for this. Are you telling me that if you added, if you added those Texas schools, specifically UTEP, they could play out further west if need be, because truly they're closer to it. But you couldn't wedge two more conferences and bring up, say, Cal Davis or Sacramento State or James Madison or whatever mm-hmm. it is to make the ge- you can make the geography work like easily. Yeah, it feels like a give up. A little bit. So one of these notes that I thought was really actually pretty funny was here's some of the responses for Troy. Uh, Troy, this is from uh, at British Trojan. Troy, who has won its league six times, knocked off more P5 programs than anyone in its conference, which is a valid criticism. Then Scott Watkins, who is actually of the uh, the Trojanwall.com, who's also a Forgotten Five partner. So give them a, a look if you're into Troy sports. Pat Ford sent 11 teams down to the FCS level. These are those teams ordered by FBS Conference Championships since 2001. Troy, 6. Bowling Green, 2. Okay. Louisiana Monroe, 1. It's still a championship. But then UTEP, UTSA, everyone else is at 0. So, so if anything, I feel like 5 years is not enough time to judge a move that is supposed to have... That we're making for history, right? <laughs> like, we're, we're doing this... We're not doing this for a year in this scenario. We're moving forward with this platform. Five years is not enough. You can't take the whole existence, but five years is a bad coach and trying to overcome a bad coach. And now you're relegated because of one coach, despite having maybe 20 years of pretty good success. What, like if, Troy. what if they were trying to do this back in the 80s and they took the five years and SMU wasn't really a thing? Yeah, that, I mean, that's, that, that's, part of, that's part of the reason I'm even kind of bringing that up is that 
God, or Brigham Young was. How did Rutgers and, make this? They've been pretty irrelevant. <laughs> it must be a prestigious college for that other the other data point. It's the only thing. It's a director's cup. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's it They're must bankrupt. be. It's, They're terrible. They got grandfathered in. Uh. All right. So, do we want to go over each? conference if you want we can make our picks for the champions then and kind of quick takes problems whatever you've got about it do you want to do that yeah let's okay. rock it jeff jeff would you do me the favor and kick it off by going with the deep south also these conference names suck dude mm-hmm. <laughs> the yankee the yankee conference that is the is most not... i do like the fact that boston college is in the yankee just to piss them off but i, I hate uh, the name of that con- it's so legends and leaders it's <laughs> yeah it's trash <laughs> all right deep south conference let's go jeff all right deep south has ucf fau fiu florida florida state georgia georgia southern some team i don't know Georgia, Georgia State, <laughs> Miami, <laughs> USF, and UAB. Why couldn't you put like a South Alabama or Troy in that conference and take out Georgia State or something like that? I'm cool with leaving it just Georgia and Florida. I, I'll, I'll give it that. UAB is in yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? Good point. I didn't even see. a little see. confusing. Yeah, UAB gets a raw deal. There's a few of these like this. And, and I guess – Full stop. All Florida teams being in the same conference, that's great. Sure. God, that's great. That's great. Just like the amount of trash talk that would go that's on zero. in that state is, is awesome. <laughs> this is a terrible see, division. This is a terrible division. Yeah. <laughs> the, other, the other part of this, so I, I didn't specify earlier, but this is important. So each conference has 12 members. And by Pat Fjord's example, he wants every team – to play round robin. So you have 12 games a year, 11 are conference, and then one out of conference game. Hmm. Now, besides, I think every one of us having a problem here because out of conference is some of the most fun parts of the season. Some of these non-con opponents are just like, I don't, why is South Florida going to play South Carolina and vice versa? Because they both have what South is, in their name. Like Georgia Southern App State, deeper than hate, I'm cool with that. Yep. A plus. You nailed it. Florida International Old Dominion, what are we even doing? Georgia State and Yukon, what in the actual fuck? Have fun. Florida Florida Atlantic and UMass, why? I thought we were trying to stay close. <laughs> Seasonal. I thought we were trying to stay those close. Are, those are deep seated rivalries. It's I can't believe now that I'm looking at it too, that they wouldn't at least give UCF UConn so they could have the civil conflict still. That awful <laughs> rivalry they tried. <sighs> Jeez. Miami, Virginia Tech, I'm cool with, by the way. That's, That's pretty good. neat. I'm cool with that. Sure. Um, kind of just looking at it, <laughs> it's a dog shit conference for, for like most, <laughs> most, uh, most sports. I mean, baseball is going to be fun. <laughs> Um, Baseball will be fun. Football is going to be fun. But is it? basketball, you're telling me that I think football is absolutely going to be it's fun. It's Georgia and Florida and who else? Ooh. Um, yeah. It's going to be those right, two. Are we, talking about, are we talking about year one here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm not UCF. T- 
I think UCF has a maybe. shot there. They're, 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 they're the clear second yeah. tier with maybe Miami and maybe Florida State, what they're doing right now. UAB? UAB could probably be in there, too. Mm, I don't know. Uh, I think UAB. Maybe in like a I think upset, yeah. I would take UAB over Florida State, I think, today. Okay. I still don't think that either of those teams are in the same league as Florida and Georgia. And honestly, Florida State. Georgia's probably a better team than Florida. So Florida State not being able to escape Clemson in the non-con is also really, really fun. <laughs> <laughs> right when right when you thought you were loose. Okay, so quickly, uh, pick your champion of this of this conference. Georgia. Georgia. Okay. All right, two Georgias. I'm going to go with Georgia. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to go with Georgia here. All right, Kyle, you lead us off. Kick us off with the. We're going to skip around the country. The Great Mid East, <laughs> which is which is uh, which go uh, with the Middle East is uh, honestly. It's about time we did it. It didn't make sense that we haven't done that. So let's uh, go with the Great. This is such the a Great Mid East. This is such a mishmash because there's like two clear <laughs> tiers in here. <laughs> like, we got um the wonderful Akron Zips. The Ball State Balls, Cardinals. <laughs> the Cincinnati Bearcats, Indiana Hoosiers, uh, Kent State Golden Eagles, the Miami of Ohio Redhawks, the Michigan. Don't feel, you don't. I, I, I think most listeners aren't going to need the, the mascots. If you I'm going to do just that. do it. He's flexing. I am flexing. Michigan Wolverines, Michigan State Spartans. Ohio Bobcats, Ohio State Buckeyes, Solich. This is the Solich Conference. That's the great, the great Solich. <laughs> the great mid, the Midich, the the Soul East, the Soul East, Mid Ohio, um, Mid Ohio, <laughs> Purdue Boilermakers, and the Toledo. Is it just the Rockets? Yeah. It's yeah. The okay. Rockets. So you worked yourself to a shoot. There. I did. I'm so irritated, but like. I don't know. That's trash. <laughs> so, so you said tiers. Do you mean it's Ohio State and then everybody else? <laughs> it's Ohio yeah. State, Michigan, Michigan State, and then Ooh. everybody else. Ooh, yeah, that might <laughs> yeah. be true. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I get Cincinnati over, okay, so, over yeah, Michigan Cincinnati's State. that weird, like, one-team middle tier. <laughs> and then, you know, the, the, the mid-major that's – that's trying to be a big boy, Indiana, sitting right there. Jeff, I'm not. I'm not a geography wizard here. I'm. I'm not. I'm not very smart when it comes to this stuff. Can you explain to me why in the actual fuck Western, Central, and Eastern Michigan aren't in this conference? Yeah, but there's I'm really a bunch confused of confused. <laughs> why they have like they have like different parts of Ohio, different parts of Michigan, and then two teams from Indiana. I'm just like really trying to understand how he got this how about you just put michigan and michigan state in the great midwest and bring nebraska and like iowa state into the other one or iowa and iowa state into the great mid-east god you're you're gonna make me dizzy (laughs) i'm trying to go back and forth (laughs) basically the same area it puts all the michigan schools in one in one conference yeah, it is. So based off his FBS, this Pat Fjord system, they have four teams uh, over that are worse than 100, which is, I think, maybe the worst Maybe the worst of any of these conferences. Oh, nope, nope, we'll get to that one. No, that bit. is definitely we'll the that. Yankee. That was when we just fought. We, no, it was the Deep South, actually. 
Oh, was it really? The Deep South had Georgia Southern, UAB, Florida International, Georgia State, Florida Atlantic. I'm going to pass it up. Go. Okay, so nothing rings a bell. It's something crazy for the non-conference. Who do you have in 2020 winning this hypothetical Middle East? <laughs> the Middle East? Who's, who's finally winning the Middle East, boys? Uh, Ohio State's <laughs> winning this. I was going to say, there's only one team that can win in the Middle East. It's Ohio State. <laughs> it's Ohio State. The Buckeyes. And the looking at it basketball-wise, um, this actually might be a kind of a fun conference. Oh. Uh, that's yeah. old from what, the slander you've had on Big Ten basketball. Yeah, but I mean, at least they're all together. Like the big boys. you got Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Purdue. Cincinnati Indiana. could be kind of fun to put, put in there. Yeah. Indiana just to beat up on them. That, that bottom oh, tier is going to get their asses handed to them, but <laughs> <laughs> the top five are going to be fun. Hey, so we have the – go ahead, Jeff. I would say one – I think one interesting thing Fjord brought up was a lot of people are looking at these scenarios like, oh, these bottom teams are trash. But think about it. If you are now in a conference with Ohio State and Michigan, it actually is going to enhance your recruiting profile. Eventually, you know? and that's one thing that I hate about the, the Yankee with Syracuse is that's not going to enhance anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, there's there because he did lay that out, Jeff. That's a really good point. He laid out the benefits far outweigh the negatives in terms of money, TV time, exposure, being like you said with with the big boys and it and it increasing your conference prestige as a whole. We're doing most of this is kind of like a 2020 exercise, but. God, it it's, it'd be wild to me. But does Akron, like, give me a, a Ohio, right? Ohio, I think, in name value and as a, as a school, they could climb and start fighting with the big boys, right? With all the boosts they'd be getting. Maybe. Do we see that as a potential for, like, Kent State? Or am I just being biased on names of schools here? Here's the other thing. With these now regional conferences... Are recruits from other from other parts of the country going to go to these schools? It'd be a huge loss, though, right? To have someone, if if a, a killer player came from this region, the Middle East, and <laughs> they decided they decided to go play for Washington, yeah, and that's that's a it'd be you'd have to consider you know failure for that conference as a whole. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't I, I don't know how much that would happen. I think that people would stay in their regions. But I mean that's happening now. I mean, you look at Clemson has was it last year they took like five of the top players in California. I think kids are gonna go where there's good yeah. good programs, so but it, it might create yeah. more parity. Where where it makes where it makes the the biggest damage to I think the point that Kyle was making too is everything that's three star and lower that maybe don't have as many eyes. I think you have a chance there where the 10th worst team in like the Southwest, it's really Texas heavy is going to be a lot more talented than potentially Mm -hmm. the Midwest or Mm -hmm. maybe just one of those Western conferences, 10th best team. Oh, actually. Right. And one thing that I'm, that I'm also saying is that let's say that you got these really, really great kids from California, maybe because of you, we're doing this because of COVID, maybe because of that, they don't want to go away from home. Maybe they want to stay around, around their area. Now all of a sudden you've got Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Purdue, Ohio, Cincinnati, all fighting for the same people in about a three or four state state region. Is that going to diminish the talent? I think it's got to. I mean, Ohio's deep, but I don't think it's it's, it's, 
Right. It's exactly. So all of a sudden you're not really a national power anymore. You're just a regional power. Maybe, but I think mm-hmm. there's also, I mean, in this scenario we're using, we're thinking the transfer portal is still going to exist. By the way, we're at the 24 minute mark. There's no way we're doing this in 30 oh, minutes. Oh God, no. no. <laughs> uh, the, the, there's too much. <laughs> but the transfer portal would still exist too. So in that same way, if there is a log jam, say in California, like using your example, I feel like it'd be a pretty easy outlet to find your place and find a, it's almost a win-win for them because if all of these are the worst conference in this league and the best conference in this league, I think that's it's a thinner margin than it currently exists. So we're going to take that California scenario again. Now let's say they enter the transfer portal. Are they more apt to go to a team in like the Rocky Mountain? Or are they more apt to go to a team in Mid-Atlantic? They might Could want to go I'd to Rocky Mountain. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be excited for that. I'd be excited to see... Boise State? No, I mean, they're already a powerhouse yeah, now. They're fine. New Mexico or Utah State or Wyoming be able to poach some of these kids that maybe Cal, maybe USC, Colorado et cetera. Maybe Colorado will, will suck this year if they do that. Yeah, finally, this no, is the way for Colorado. They'll still recruit Texas. They'll still recruit Texas. In that <laughs> all right, so we all think, I think all of us are on Ohio State for the Mideast. Yeah. Yep. We're yes, hopping sir. over to the Midwest, which we alluded to a little bit earlier here, and I'll read them off. Oh. So we have Wisconsin, <laughs> Minnesota, Iowa. Iowa State, Nebraska, Missouri, Kansas State, North Dakota State, Kansas, Western Michigan, Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan. The thing I love about this, pairing up the Iowa schools, having Missouri, having Nebraska, pairing up the Kansas schools still, that is a really, from a regional standpoint, I think that's really, really neat. Wisconsin, Minnesota, I could take it or leave it, but this is going to be they're going to be the ones that are floating that conference in 2020. Yeah, Maybe definitely. Ohio State. Um, I think definitely Ohio State. Iowa State, I mean. Ohio State just, just decides to go to the great Midwest. Yeah, they're playing. <laughs> yeah, they're playing. They're going to play 22 games. Um, I, this is going to be the ugliest, like, ground-and-pound football conference I've ever seen. <laughs> Other than Western Michigan, because we all know how much I love them. Do you think that, Okay, here's here's a, a random question. There's a conference in here that has a lot of the big boys in the SEC, and there's this conference that you mentioned. It's going to be a lot of ugly games. Do you think this conference has the potential to allow slash score the least amount of points per game? Yes, in football <laughs> and <laughs> basketball. <laughs> yeah. It's Kansas, so so Kansas is scoring like eighty five on everyone mm-hmm. potentially in basketball here. Yeah, maybe Wisconsin fights them a little bit, but brings it down to an ugly like fifty fifty three. Sixty five, yeah. Oh. God, how upset are you with Les Miles when he loses to all directional Michigan like three weeks in a row too? <laughs> it's gotta One be upsetting. Thing, I. I, we bashed the great middies, but do you guys think this conference has a little more depth? Like, does it feel like it's not as on the, it's not as top heavy, but I, don't I feel know. like there's like eight okay teams. Yeah. I don't know how much depth I'm saying. I'm just saying everybody's more even. Fair. <laughs> so if you, if you, if you go pure historical, historical programs, I think I would rank in no particular order, but the top ones for me, you have your Nebraska, 
your Iowa, Wisconsin, and if you count their FCS stuff, North Dakota State for football. Mm-hmm. And then below that, you have like Kansas Minnesota, State, Mizzou, Kansas. Oh, Kansas State is one. I've skipped over it. Sorry, Kansas State. So I think there's actually, yeah, a lot of really good tradition in here, even at the Iowa State level or the Mizzou level in terms of just pure history of college football here. God, just so much corn-fed offensive linemen. Yeah, this is the heaviest average offensive line in, <laughs> in, the, in the U.S., absolutely. That's a really, really good point. That's actually, God, that'd be... It's just, it's a tank. Everybody has a tank as an offensive line. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's going to be the most bruising, ugly football. <laughs> okay, so there's actually there's actually a few possibilities here. Who do you think in 2020 would win this conference? I have the most faith in Wisconsin, probably, because they're always there. Minnesota's a dark horse. You sleeping on Brock Purdy at all with Iowa State, you think? Yeah. yeah. No, I, actually, I'm not sleeping on them. I, I don't trust them. <laughs> I, I trusted them too much last year. I don't trust them. I might, I might say Minnesota in 2020. Yeah, win this, win this conference with Tanner Morgan and Rashad Bateman. They, they beat, yeah, I think they beat Wisconsin really last year too. Nice. Okay, then yeah, even I think a Minnesota Iowa State game would actually be a blast. That could actually there's a lot, be of, a lot fun of fun games in this. North, you know what? Honestly, I. North Dakota State, honest to God, could probably do it too because I believe they have like a potential top. They have Trey Lance as their quarterback, who's like a top three quarterback. Oh, yeah. that's going to be in the draft. I think so. <laughs> They're saying like number State two maybe, pick next year for him. Yeah, North Dakota State might be a sleeper here. For I, us. I could. I, I think that it's that they will finish. They would finish no further down than um, like sixth in the in, in the entire conference. Yeah, I, I might even say fourth. Yeah, honestly. Because I think they could just walk over the Michigan schools. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're in there for fodder. Um, yep. But, but poor they, Colorado State drawing them as their non-con. Oh, God. And Kansas would get murdered, I think. Um, Kansas State, I don't really know what they would do against North, North Dakota State. Well, next week we're doing our Big 12 preview, which, guys, tune in if you're listening. Tune in for next week. It's going to be good. We have a nice guest on that's, that's intimately familiar with the Big 12. We might make him mad. It'll be fun. No, he's he's a TCU guy. Uh, Jeff, go ahead and pick us the conference. Throw a dart at the wall. <clears throat> I'm going to keep it local with uh, the Mid-Atlantic Conference. actually love the name of the conference. I'll be clear here. I actually like Mid-Atlantic. I think that rolls off the tongue. It's the new Mac. They could have just named it Clemson and everyone else. <laughs> Clemson the Clemson and Conference. Conference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Clem- Clemson and Sons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so for teams, we got App State. We have UNC Charlotte, Clemson, Duke, East Carolina, Chapel Hill or North Carolina, NC State, Old Dominion, South Carolina, Virginia, Virginia Tech, and Wake Forest. What do we think of the region? Um, incredibly it's top basically heavy. For, it's, it's, it's it's yeah. Yeah, it's Virginia, South Carolina, North Carolina. It's, it God, it just feels like the ACC, but with some weird outliers. I think that, like, mm-hmm. football-wise, it's Clemson and everyone else. I don't see anybody even touching them. Like, maybe Virginia. 
<laughs> like, like I, you know, maybe they are the numbers, the, the second best team in the conference. I, I know that everybody loves UNC, but I, it's Clemson and everyone else. Basketball-wise, obviously you got Duke and Carolina and UVA. Um, I honestly think football-wise, App State might be the, the number three team in the conference, if not really? two. Yeah, I, 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 I have no faith in those other teams. Jeff? This is a long pause. Yeah, I don't know, Jeff. <laughs> you fall asleep? No, I, th- I thought, Jeff, I thought you were going to, I was just throwing it to you. <laughs> <laughs> you said it like a question. Did I? I'm yeah, sorry. I was, I, was, I, was, I was right before a swallow. Was like... Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, your point about it being like ACC and some random outliers is spot on. I do love App State getting a shot to be with some big boys. I think they, they probably would be in like the top tier outside of, you know, uh, UNC, Virginia, Virginia tech, um, old dominion, meh, throw away. But otherwise I kind of dig it. I really like it from a regional standpoint. I think long-term this could be a really, really interesting conference for this coming year. Clemson is far and away the best team. But I see bear traps of varying sizes in North Carolina and Virginia Tech. In South Carolina, supposedly, people are high on them. I, I, I'm not totally sure. I and can't. App State, honestly. I think App State is a bigger bear trap than, like, Wake Forest would be. Oh, God, yeah. Or Duke. I, I, maybe, I, you know what? Duke, Duke has that Clemson transfer. So maybe maybe he has a little bit of infight inside of oh, the You love that guy. <laughs> uh yeah, I think Clemson wins it, though. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say Clemson. Yeah, Clemson, I think, walks yep. away with it. No doubt. And I, I will stand yep. by that App State is, like, the second or third best team in the conference. Yeah. I don't think anybody would be upset with that declaration at all. No, Maybe an NC State fan, but, you know. It would also be kind of a sneaky out. good – it's not really even sneaky, but good lacrosse conference. That would be a really good lacrosse conference. Do you think App State has, like, an intramural team? They definitely do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle, lead us off with the next conference, wherever you'd like to go next. I'll save my do misery for last. I'm going to save my misery <laughs> for last. Um, let's go to the Pac-12, which looks remarkably like the Pac-12. What was that? That was the backup GR getting disconnected, but it happened on a show a couple times ago. We got Craig right now. He's still he's still cooking. Craig. So. Good job, Craig. Thanks, Craig. Um, okay, so Pac-12. <laughs> uh, we got we got Cal, got Fresno State, Hawaii, the Fighting Colt Brennans. We got Nevada. We got Oregon, mm. Oregon State, who has a statue still built to me because of uh, NCAA College Football 14. San Diego State, Stanford, UCLA, USC, Washington, Washington State. Kind of like the real Pac-12. I think this could be a really fun conference. Um, I don't know. It's it's still it's, it's the trip to Hawaii is always just a weird one. So <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I, you, you, I don't know what you do with Hawaii. So it's, this is the best you can do. Um, I don't know. I can I, I kind of like. I think that Nevada is kind of a weird one to throw in there. I'd almost say put Boise in the Pac-12 and put Nevada in the in the Rocky Mountain. 
Well, isn't UNLV, isn't Las Vegas far, like further west than Los Angeles? Wasn't that on one of the quizzes we did, Kyle? Or yeah, was that uh, yeah. It, it, um, no, it's, it's probably it's close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vegas is actually further west. Okay, yeah. Then I'm I'm wondering mm-hmm. why Nevada and UNLV seems like a weird a weird one to 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 choose. This is your California conference, though. Like we're we're speaking yeah. about hypothetically. I love it, dude. Uh, I, I Just, think this would be a fun conference. It's still there's no it's a all right it's a lose lose for Hawaii anyways because they're so far away. So like you can only limit it so much. Yes, they're much but like Nickelback. Also, they're so far away. Why oh. I'm ignoring that? Why? Why did we give them Army as their non-con? Because they're very close. <laughs> why are we doing this for Hawaii? <laughs> yeah. Because because why? Army is going to spend a week learning about Pearl Harbor when they go it's out there. It's absolutely obnoxious. It's it's it's. Uh, they needed an 18-hour flight. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah yeah. It's just it's, they have to spend half they leave the on, week. They leave on Tuesday week. for a Saturday game. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have to go to the. The Panama Canal to like try to save <laughs> save money on on a on airfare. It's because oh, Air Force couldn't bug. have two non cons. Yeah, that is that is obnoxious, man. That is uh, Air Force is right there. That's a great call. I, I don't. Yeah, that's well. It's because uh, who's Air Force is a uh, non con? Is it is it Navy? It's Navy, of course. So so yeah. Navy and Army are in the same conference, and they can't both play Air Force. So we're going to send one out to Hawaii, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Army. It's a raw deal for Army, too. So who do you see winning this in 2020? I'm going to go with my Pac-12 pick. It's going to be uh, USC. Oregon. I've got Oregon as well. Yep. Yeah, I think I've got Oregon. Yeah. But, I mean, they, they, That's a really good one, though. I think that they. I think that those two are like by far and away the best two teams in the conference, and they'd be battling it out. But I think it could be just an incredibly fun conference, basketball wise. Um, <laughs> San Diego State might have something to say about this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Washington, you don't know what they're going to do because uh, Mike Hopkins keeps on stealing everybody from the Northeast away from Syracuse. Um, Nevada is sometimes sneaky good in the outlet. Uh, it could be a really fun basketball conference. Um, maybe just because everybody's kind of coming back together. Like they're, the Pac-12 has been so weak and this kind of brings in some, <laughs> some uh, traditional Pac-12 has been so weak that this kind of brings in a little bit of new blood. So we are going to stay a little, bit, a little bit west here. And I'm going to go to the Rocky Mountain Conference. We have Arizona State, Brigham Young, Utah, Air Force, Colorado, Arizona, Boise State, Colorado State, New Mexico, Utah State, Wyoming, UNLV. I think from a geography standpoint, I also love this idea. I nailed it. I, I think so too. Sure. Uh, it's still Without, a long, still a long trip going Boise to Arizona, or Wyoming to Arizona too, right? Yeah, like that's yeah. that's that's a tough one, but. I don't know where else you put them other than maybe Wyoming near Minnesota. I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's a loose as, – as someone who has made many spreadsheets to split up split up teams in instead of like 14, it's something I love doing. It was always a pain in the ass if I went by geography figuring out what to do with these teams in particular because depending on how you divided up the country, it was tough. 
as far as just a pure football standpoint, this could be a really, really excellent long-term football conference for this year. It's between Arizona State and Boise State for me for winning. And I'm going to go ahead, you know, Air Force too, honestly. Don't sleep on Air Force. Yeah. Give me, give me Boise State to win the Rocky Mountain Conference. I'm going to second that. Longer track record being good. Um, yeah, give me Boise. Uh, basketball wise, I think Arizona runs away with this every fucking year. <laughs> Do they play on a blue court in Boise? <laughs> I don't think so. That'd be awesome That's if they did. The best. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, it'd be, it'd be Oregon all over again. O- Oregon's floor is weird. Jungle, yeah. Jeff, who do you have winning, and do you have any issues with this conference or any any highlights? I have uh, Utah winning. I still, I think they're close to Boise State. I just, I think that rugged physicality would win out. Um, no, I don't have any. The, the Arizona schools are, they are a weird fit, but I get it. Um, so otherwise, no, I, I really like this. And I, I agree with you. I think longer term, you know, outside of 2020, this could turn into a really solid conference. I do wonder why Boise State's non-con is Oregon. And I wonder if it's only because of the punches that were thrown after that bowl game years ago. <laughs> with with the Garrett Blunt? Yeah, with the Garrett Blunt taking a shot. <laughs> Didn't it happen again after that? Yeah, it's happened yeah. twice. It was like two years after, maybe. Yeah, they they played again. Yeah, like three or four years ago. Okay, no. So we have Oregon hates potatoes. How many conferences? We have the Yankee Conference to go through, <laughs> the new Sun Belt Conference to go through, <laughs> the Mid American, and the Southwest. So that's four, I believe. Jeff, pick where you want to start. Marty, I'm gonna honor you and your team, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about the Southwest yes. Conference. We have Baylor, Houston, North Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Rice, SMU, TCU, Texas, A&M, Texas Tech, and Tulsa. Love it. I love this conference. Lo- love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, this is fun. I think I would have probably. I don't think there's any other change you can really make. I was going to say it would it would have been nice to have have LSU in here, maybe drop Oklahoma and just have it be non-con. But really, you're losing a lot by doing that. It keeps a lot of rivalries in place. Obviously, Bedlam, the Red River Shootout, the Iron Skillet. Baylor and TCU can still fight it out for who's a better Christian school. <laughs> Houston can still underperform. <laughs> I, 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 do, I do love putting Texas and AM back together and making them play. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't. I just looked. I overlooked it completely. Yeah, that's that's probably one of the best parts of this whole thing. And I think, I think SMU went. No, I'm just kidding. I think this conference is still won by. Ooh, I got to think who I'm picking for my Big Twelve show tomorrow or next week and see what I think here. Because A&M are legit playoff contenders. Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. I will never take A&M seriously until they do it. I know. but <laughs> Until they get rid of Jimbo. We have, we have a lot of Aggies listeners. I don't wanna, <laughs> That's I don't fine. Wanna, That's fine. Uh, I, I, give me 
Give me Oklahoma to win this. That's to win this conference. It's the only choice that I can. AM might be a great number two in that conference right now, like this year. To me, it's Oklahoma. It's 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 got to be Oklahoma. Um, basketball wise, this is kind of a fun conference too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. Baseball wise, it's a damn good conference. Baseball, it's probably only rivaled by that Sun Belt, or no, no, by the Florida one you talked about. Yeah. That has Florida and Georgia. Maybe the Cal schools might might yell about that. Jeff, who do you have winning the Southwest? It's got to be Oklahoma. I mean, they're far and away the best team here. Kyle, do you want to sing Boomer Sooner? I don't know how it goes. <laughs> you know how the drop goes, though. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know the rhythm. <laughs> yeah, I'm not singing it. Though. All right. <laughs> Kyle, pick your next conference. You have the Sun Belt, oh, the Yankee, or the Mid American. Let's go see from. my alma mater, and we're going to go to the Mid American. Uh, we got Illinois. Oh, I guess it's not really that. It's it's a weird conference. Illinois, Kentucky, Louisville, Marshall, the Fighting Matthew McConaughey's, Middle Tennessee, Northern <laughs> Illinois, Northwestern, Notre Dame. Tennessee, Vandy, Western Kentucky, and West Virginia. Um, I wow. think it's weird that they took two, a couple schools away from uh, – or a school away from Indiana in Notre Dame. I know that they're basically in Chicago, but guess what? They're in Indiana. Put them in the great Midwest. Or no, which one? Uh, the great Mideast, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, you could, you, could have, you could have probably afforded – well, Marshall's in West Virginia. I'm trying to figure this – Okay, I'm not, I don't want to get... <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to bomb. My eyes just crossed, yeah. yeah. They're all the same out there. Um, I I just... To me, this is Notre Dame or bust when it comes to football. I, it's... There's not really anything strong about football like, with, with this conference for me. Uh, Tennessee is the constant like disappointment. Louisville's there, you know, you never know what they're going to do, but it's, I've seen them be real bad. I've seen them be really pretty good. West Virginia, like this is a pretty ho-hum conference to me. Basketball wise, still kind of the same. Uh, um, you know what? I'll take it back. Basketball wise, Kentucky, Tennessee, Notre Dame, you got you know, Louisville. Louisville yeah. yeah. West Virginia can always rise up and surprise you a little bit. Um, it's just, it just, it feels just very middle of the road. This, this is the, the Steve Adazio of conferences. <laughs> Jeff, do you think that Vanderbilt and Northwestern academically are on the same level as maybe Western Kentucky or middle Tennessee? Uh, on the same level as in, <laughs> as in, as in, as in like so Stanford. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're if you're sending your kid to school in this conference, how far do you have to go down that list before you're picking Marshall, Western Kentucky, West Virginia? Maybe two. I don't want to take too many shots because there might be decent programs there. If my kid is going to one of these schools. Yeah, we're driving to the great Mideast or Midwest instead. <laughs> just Screw you. Right Screw you. <laughs> just driving out of there. <laughs> to be fair, w- one of the greatest, you know, programs at West Virginia is couch burning. So <laughs> That's true. 
it does honestly it probably has the the lowest ceiling when you get past Notre Dame mm-hmm. and maybe Tennessee mm-hmm. and Kentucky's yeah. been consistent a few years but like Louisville hops up into that tier with no problem at some point no Vanderbilt problem. West Virginia Middle Tennessee Marshall I, they all have a very short step to get up into the top tier Don't in this conference disrespect so for that, Lovey Smith for the mobility there I think it's pretty good. And I would never... He shaved his beard, so he's lost oh. all respect. Who wins, yeah, it? Who wins it this year? Kyle, you on Notre Dame? Yeah, of course, Notre Dame. I'm going to go... I'm going to go with... Um, go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. I'm going with Tennessee, man. This is the year. They're going to lose to Georgia State first game of the season. I don't even know if they're playing Georgia oh. State this year, but... <laughs> it's, a, it's a moral loss yeah. that they'll have. I'm going to go with... Tennessee two, and then I think it goes Notre Dame, and then what Kentucky. What the hell is this? What is this weird? <laughs> We're high on Tennessee. We'll, Why? We'll get that. Tennessee, we'll get that. Tennessee's got a lot of hype this year, man. People, we'll, people are we'll talk about feeling it. them. We'll what? talk about it during the SEC yeah. preview. Y'all stay, stay tuned. tuned. Stay tuned, Kyle. What has been this? has been the same for the last five years. No, no, no. I'm going to go to the Sun Belt, and we're going to finish it. Thank Jeff, you. I'm actually going to skip you again, and I want Kyle to slowly list the Yankee <laughs> when we get there. And the mascots. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're all just me crying, okay? Yeah, and their average <laughs> attendance for every game, their, their latitude and longitude. The Sun Belt Conference. <laughs> LSU, Auburn, Alabama, Mississippi State. Mississippi slash Old Miss, Arkansas, Tulane, Memphis, Arkansas State, Louisiana wow. Tech, Southern Miss, and Louisiana. That's Louisiana Lafayette. I get it right. No, no, no. It's Louisiana, sir. Please, please, uh, please respect the name change. Although the weird non-con of Texas Tech for Louisiana is just <laughs> is baffling to me. What happens if you get rid of Monroe for him? This conference is stacked for twenty twenty. Between Auburn, Alabama, LSU is going to be there. They're going to be LSU is going to be there, even Memphis. though they'll be missing a lot. Memphis is going to be there. Arkansas State is going to bite somebody. Louisiana Tech is going to bite somebody. Louisiana even has a chance to bite somebody. Arkansas There's, doesn't. Auburn's Arkansas is going to get slaughtered. <laughs> Auburn's losing to yeah yeah. Auburn's losing to two of these teams. Arkansas State, Louisiana Tech, Southern Miss, Louisiana Lafayette. It's just a given. They'll beat Alabama, but they're going to lose to two of those teams. And thank God they kept Mike Leach with Nick Saban, so we can annoy him at some point this year. I think this could be a blast of a conference and. I hate to see Memphis with UCF as a non-con because they can't. <laughs> UCF is kind of just a thorn. <laughs> Doing you them no favors. <laughs> you can't shake them. I do love Tulane and Rice as the non-con. Two very prestigious universities that are still trying to rise in football, but like from a from a a similar school, and they're also pretty close too. I really actually love that secretly. Jeff, who wins this conference? Jeff this Stott. is uh yeah sorry he's going bananas for whatever reason uh it's gonna be alabama i think they're still loaded like you said lc is gonna take a step back and auburn's close but it's bama put some respect on bo nix's name it's gonna be alabama 
Did you say <laughs> respect? Yep. <laughs> Was there a T on that? <laughs> nope. Respect. Shout out to Daniel, dedicated listener. I don't know if he listens anymore, but Jeff, you're his boss, so make sure he listens. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Alabama. <laughs> yeah. As the winner, but I think that that second place really could be five different teams. Mm-hmm. And that that mm-hmm. that for that reason alone, it'd be really really exciting because if you're going to have a the the non champion entrant into the playoff, it's probably coming from this conference at least one. Of them. I don't know. I think they might cannibalize themselves a little bit. There's still going to be inherently 2020 in SEC bias, so I think, I think they'll find a way. They'll find a way. <laughs> this would be an SBC bias, bruh. Kyle, to to wrap us. Close to the show here. Let's go to the Yankee Conference and tell me who's in there. It's 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 honestly it's a face. It's just my face crying. That's all it is. It's <laughs> it's it's the Michael the crying Jordan crying Kyle crying meme, meme yeah. Kyle. <laughs> with Kyle's face. Yeah. So we got Army, BC, <laughs> Buffalo, Yukon, because they're wonderful. Maryland, UMass. Good God. Navy, the Penn State seasonal champions, Rutgers, Pat Narduzzi, Syracuse, and Temple. Holy hell. <laughs> this is truly this could be a pretty decent lacrosse. This would be a division. great lacrosse yeah. conference. This is this is the best yeah. lacrosse conference in the country. This is you got Syracuse, Navy, Army, Maryland, Rutgers, Penn State. Yeah, that's UMass. You you got a wonderful lacrosse conference. Like you're you're gonna there be able go. to, yeah. This just name it the lacrosse conference. Uh, football. It's it's Penn State or it's Penn State and nothing else. What I, I don't see anything else in there yet. UConn, who's basically on death's door. We had former former guests on the show, Corwin Heller, who is of the Juicing the Numbers podcast, and he's a Penn State fan and student. And he asked how long it would take before, maybe I asked, maybe he asked, I can't remember, but I'll give it to him. How long until Penn State loses a conference game? And he suggested that the limit does not exist. And an army and navy might have something to say about it because I think navy more than anybody. Yeah, but yeah. I, just the triple option in general, mm-hmm. the, the gimmick bit. Can you imagine having to play them back to back like two weeks in a row? <laughs> Even twice in a year. That's brutal. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's just and then and then just getting Buffalo's running game and then getting Pittsburgh's running game and then getting Boss Scott if Art Doozy if Adazio was still at Boston College. <laughs> that this just. It, this feels like a very run-heavy team, a run-heavy conference. Except for Syracuse. Yeah, poor Syracuse. Like, but I think that, like, legit, if you're looking at it, your second best team is either going to be Syracuse or Temple. End of 2020? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to – I'm not going to count out – you said Syracuse or Temple, right? Yeah. I'm not going to count out Buffalo quite yet. I think Buffalo could have something to say there. Okay. 
But that's about I, it. Conference Honestly, Navy might be the second best Navy team. Navy might be. I, yeah. you know, there's <laughs> well, going to be several look, years where Navy's the number yeah. two team in this conference. There's, there's, let's, yeah. let's, let's figure this out too, though. Is it going to be the first three weeks of Maryland or the rest of the season, Maryland? It's going to be the rest of the season, That's Maryland. An Come on, question. man. <laughs> and, also, and also, also, Maryland doesn't escape Penn State, who's beaten them by like 50 plus yeah. every year. They get that buzzsaw. <laughs> Yeah, they just they just got dragged into the conference by Penn State. They just need another I, another soul to take. I also really hate our out of conference game, NC, NC State. State. Yeah, well, at least they're coming close to home, so you can go watch them. That's, sure, that's nice. Yeah, every two years, probably Temple and SMU. Stupid. I don't understand that either. No, they're very close. Rutgers, Duke, prestige. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bo- Boston, Wake. Oh, that's. Uh, we're going to preserve the ACC. Boston Wake. Let's do this. <laughs> oh. Penn State. And then Penn State still having Ohio State, which is such a raw deal. At least Pitt, West Virginia. I'm cool with the Pitt, West Virginia tie-in. for Yes, time. the backyard brawl. Okay, so I, I believe I can speak for all of us and say Penn State is our pick, though. Yes. In basketball-wise, That's this fair. is also a shithole conference. <laughs> Syracuse probably <laughs> just handles that conference. No, they year, won't right? because they're going to lose to Maryland. And they're going to use to lose to Penn State. Penn State was actually good yeah. last year. Yeah, Penn but State was. UConn, no, UConn has fallen off a bit since they've left the ACC. Or not the ACC, but the, uh, the Big East. <laughs> that too. Um, <laughs> they got rid of Kevin Alley. <laughs> but, I mean, how bad do you feel for the Navies and the Armies in basketball? And UMass was really falling apart. This might be what kicks UMass basketball back up again. No, <laughs> this no, might be this, their this, saving grace. This wouldn't, I don't think this would – Syracuse would become – or not Syracuse, but this conference would be, become the uh, – God, the, not the SWAC, but the uh, – God, the conference that has like Southern Illinois, uh, the Mountain Va- uh, Missouri Valley. That's what the, it turns them into. Like I don't – I just don't see anything being that competitive about this this conference – when it comes to basketball, it's the, it's a lacrosse conference. Hey, we're I love that, it, man. but sure. Do we have any other kind of final thoughts about this little this project, this 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 side excursion we have for the bonus episode, or anything you wanted to add? Burn the entire establishment down. Apparently, that's what we're doing. It was kind of a fun change because everything that you hear about other than COVID is, you know, um, athlete compensation and NIL and all that stuff. So it's, it was kind of fun to revisit this <laughs> after we were beaten over the head with it multiple times over the last few years. And we probably will get again soon. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's major conference realignment coming. It's just it's a matter of yeah. when, not the if. The TV money it's is out of control. what it looks like. It yeah. is insane. Yep. Yeah. So... I wanted to give two shout outs before we kind of wrap this up. One of the responses I got is from a guy I really respect. And I actually mentioned last podcast, Kyle Kinsing. And that is at Kinsing 45 on Twitter. He does a lot of West coast coverage. He actually has a a blog that he kind of has also a podcast that goes along with it called the open man. It's the open man.com. He just posted a conference realignment that he originally had on his Patreon but because of this Pat Fjord article, he decided to go ahead and release it and one of his ideas. And then fellow Forgotten Five member Alex Funderburk, who's kind of the wonderkind of, of Forgotten Five, 
Look uh, out yes. for him on Twitter. And he has posted a link recently to a project he did like two years ago. And I think it was probably a better system overall on how they determine some of the teams. But but check out those if you just like looking at conference realignments. And feel free to add us, run pod option. If you think we were wrong on something, but especially if you want to just use hypothetical conferences and talk with that, I can do Let's that do all it. day. Yeah. I'm here for that all day. And please bash Pat Fords. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfollow Pat Fjordy and <laughs> follow instead us. Yes. And remember F5.com for the Forgotten Five. That is going to do it for me, gentlemen. It was uh, it was fun to yell about something else. It was good. I'm happy. You did get fired up too about the Yankee conference. It's true. <laughs> just, it's... I do get fired up about it. <laughs> Jeff, can you and your dog say goodbye? Goodbye, and I can't wait to watch Syracuse have to play two triple option teams every year. Oh, oh my god! Oh, the running! Oh, the rushing yards! Oh my everything. goodness! The rushing! I hate everything. Hi, my name is Joshua Tracy. And I am Corwin Heller. And we are the hosts of a statistics and sports podcast called Juicing the Numbers. We cover the NFL, college football, MLB, and the NHL with anything that we like to talk about in between. If you like sports and the numbers behind it, come check out our show, Juicing the Numbers, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts. Hit us up on Twitter at JuicingPOD.